Welcome, my friends, to the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, find our sweet spot, and planting our seeds to watch them grow in our magic garden. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Welcome back to the conference. So coming up next is David Chemetsky. David Chemetsky is a coach who has worked internationally as a certified peer recovery advocate. He uses various modalities. He uses havening techniques, neuro-linguistic programming, and other forms of hypnosis, as well as assisting those finding the right sources, resources from them. David graduated from the University of Maryland with a bachelor's degree in behavioral sciences and enjoys a successful career both in the corporate and the private role for the past 20 years. David enjoys sharing his knowledge with those who are passionate about personal and professional development, including business leaders, educators, students, athletes, and law enforcement personnel. He facilitates growth for those who are intent on finding their own path, personal attitudes towards havening in life. David also has worked with individuals, couples, and presented to groups in a number of topics to assist people to move forward on their best self. So you guys can unmute yourselves and welcome David to the screen. Hey, hey David. Hey, David. Welcome I'm going to spotlight him. And you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. And I really appreciate mm. Dr. Rudin to create this amazing so technique. And what I'd like to do is just start off. I'm going to actually take off my jacket because it's a little warm and I want to be we're among friends. David, hold on one second. Somebody who is... Please mute yourself, guys. I cannot. So I'd like to welcome everybody again. I had taken off my jacket, a little warm, and this we're among friends. I'd like to start off with a little havening, actually, about 30 seconds, just the word welcome, because it'll be really important, and you'll hear why afterwards. So if we could just start off a nice, slow havening, or just the word welcome, because we're back from lunch, and we're bringing everybody back together, energetically, as well as through havening. Welcome. 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 So today's topic, our conference, is about the canvas of love. And I talk about love, and I say we all have a love filter. And when we start using that love filter a lot more, guess what? Life starts changing. Sort of that first time that you might have heard about havening. Now, I know I'm highlighted, so I might not be able to see everybody's hands. But if you could raise your hand, if you still remember that first time that you heard about Haven. For me, the first time I heard about it is way back when, about six years ago, I walked into Bill Soul's office, and who I call the Pied Piper of Haven. At the beginning, he was one of the people who connected everybody to Haven. Bill still talks about Haven all the time. And one of the great things about Haven is that you have to trust. You have to trust the process. Bill allowed me that safe space to trust the process. And that's what it is. When you walk into, when you're walking into some pain, which I had personally been through, that's the change. That's the rise in resilience that we all need to have, no matter what. I talk about the phoenix and the rise in the resilience. But we need that no matter what you are. While I might be a phoenix because I 
classify myself as a Phoenix, that has nothing to do with needing the rise and resilience. And how do we change rise and resilience? So that day when I walked into Bill's office and telling him all the story that brought me to that place, and he told me, you have to touch yourself in a special way. I'm like, oh my God, I got to talk about ethics. But no, he was actually, as we know, I'm going to get a little closer so we can talk as friends. So talking to Bill about havening, and once he started showing me havening, the beauty of havening, how simple it is, but how complex it is also. Because it's really easy to rub our hands and our arms, and that doesn't make any of that stuff go away. It doesn't help us rise. It doesn't build us up any resilience. You have to start doing it. So when Bill started showing me and I started seeing the success for myself, I was like, why am I working fast? Usually when people go into therapy, you're in it for a long time. A lot of times it's a lifelong process. Once you get in, you never get out. It's sort of like the Hotel California. But guess what? I was doing it because I was also doing it outside of my house, outside of Bill's safe space. I knew the techniques. And then Bill had suggested the greatest thing that he could have ever suggested. He suggested, why don't you look at, if you're so excited about it, why don't you actually come to a conference? And I did. That first conference, six years ago, 2015, Scott Tolchin and I came, which we talked about it, but Scott and I were friends, uh, and we have mutual, my, one of my best friends is, is his brother-in-law, and we went to the Haven Conference. I got to meet Dr. Rudin, both Dr. Rudin, and I remember talking to Dr. Steve about this, he, as he called it, this Mercedes-Benz of techniques that he wants to share with the world. And I remember the conversation really well. So much that it is one of my moments when I talk about havening, I do think about it. So it's, we, you know, we all have these moments in our lives. I call them Phoenix moments, but that was one of my smaller Phoenix moments by talking to Dr. Stephen about it. And then later in that conference, talking to Dr. Ron about some of the things that I could add a value to the, to the community. The, thing about the conference is then I decided I met some amazing people. Harry Pickens. I met Marine, Marianne Libretto. And of course, of course, Scott and I traveled Long Island all over, helping veterans and doing so much. Later, as we were working towards our certification, we actually had this amazing Long Island Haven group. Okay, so this is not going to be a, a story about, you know, going down memory lane. But I want to just put the, everything into perspective in that that one moment by going to the conference allowed me to introduce myself to people that I would have never got to meet. The Carmies, who I really are amazing people. And as you know from my podcast, are called the royalty of Havening uh, since they can't be the first family. But I, we also started working with veterans. Later that year, not only did I become certified along with Scott and Ginny Brown, we all were certified that same weekend. We were working with veterans. And that was the first, the first veteran thing. And I got to meet the amazing Malika. And Malika had changed the veteran landscape in the UK. And she allowed and taught me color haven. These were the powers that I was learning. And for somebody who had had his bachelor's degree in behavioral sciences and then for 20 years worked in the law, this was refilling and recharging all of the things that I needed to do to rise at that time. Now I'm going to use a lot of R's and I'm going to try to pay attention to the chat. So let me just give you a little hint. When I use a lot of R's, it's because I believe there's, a, there's an R in your heart. Everybody 
has an R in their heart. So what I'd love to do is if you want to add an R, please go feel free. I'd love to try to engage and work it out and re-engage the community. That's why I wanted to start off with the welcome because for a while I had removed myself because of other pieces of things. And what it is, is hating always goes back to healing yourself. That's the magic of all these other modalities and the differentiation between that and havening. Havening, you could do by yourself. With the right resources and the right opportunities, you could do it all. And that's the rise in resilience that I wanna show people. Because the trick is, and I think we talked about it a little bit, it could be great. And I've been in healing communities. And one of the healing communities I was part of was really magical. And I felt part of it until some of the senior people in that organization then attacked me. And the worst part about it, I could deal with being attacked. I grew up in Brooklyn. So I'm a New Yorker from heart. And really that doesn't bother me as much as the attacks that were on my mom and the ethics violations that were done. No, I'm not gonna mention anybody's name, relax everybody, because it doesn't matter. That's their problem, not mine. That's part of rise in resilience because everybody you meet on the street is going through something and you might not know what they're going through, but guess what? That's really powerful of when you actually deal with people, you need to protect that. And that was the safe haven, right? That was one of the conversations that I remember having at that first conference was really talking about the safe space, the safe opportunities that we have, the safe haven. And not every community has that safe haven. For the most part, I've found some really great haven places. Donna Ryan has provided that with the veterans here in the United States for a while. And that's what it is, is bringing back, we all have to teach ourselves. Not only does we look at a community, we have to look at the individuals in that community, how they act morally, ethically. People are great. And we have to remember that the community is not just a few people who might've done things to us. The community is the piece that we actually wanna rise in resilience and we're finding that resilience. Now, I had pulled myself away from all healing communities because of the damage that I was feeling and I didn't realize it. I was like, I don't care, it's okay. And it was okay, but I still want to be part of it. That was one of my triggers, always being excluded. You don't realize that till recently because then I was also a caregiver. I was helping my dad transition over with Alzheimer's, move my mom from living here in New York as her physical ailments started coming to move to Houston where my sister could take care of her a little bit better than here in New York. That puts a lot of stress on people. Not only that, when you don't use your resources, that's the one trick that I would tell everybody. At that time, I got ICTA disease. What are you talking about? We're all doctors. We know what diseases there are. Icta disease. I know that already. Yeah. How many of you are guilty or have icta disease? You know it all because from your perspective, it's all works. No, you don't know what goes on in somebody else and you don't know what you do. And how many of you don't use Haven? I know earlier, right before this presentation, we talked about how many people use Haven every day. I didn't always use havening every day. Guess what? We had those opportunities of going into havening and I was, didn't use it. I knew it all, but I wasn't using it. So guess what? 
that I needed to do. And until one of my darkest days, and what I'll do is I'll bring you up a quote from Dante's Inferno. I'm walking through the middle of my life in a dark road and in the weirdest location did you find what you needed to find. For me, about a year and a half ago, I tried to hurt myself. I tried, I had an attempt on suicide. I wasn't it, still in therapy. I thought I was finished. I didn't clean up all the little pieces that I needed to, but guess what? That's what it really comes down to, is you need to heal all those little pieces because those little pieces add on. And what I did is, of course, I healed, I was successful. Most people are successful in not committing suicide. Only 11% of people actually do. And that's really important to know that there's always a rise in resilience piece of that. And what I did is part of my rise in resilience, I started telling my story. And when I told my story to Marianne Libretto, she was really upset. She said, can I talk to Dr. Ron about what you did and maybe he can help you out. And as Dr. Ron is Dr. Ron, he reached out to me and he was like, what's going on? And I just said, I had a lot of stresses in my life. There are a lot of things that I don't need to go into details and I will not because that's not right. But what it is, is Dr. Ron reached out. Not only does he create this amazing technique, but he's, he's a person, we're all people. We all have gone through situations that we didn't expect. So I had gone through a bunch of situations, even with that healing community. And I see that, you know, somebody said he had problems in the community. Yeah, I'm not gonna mention the community. Don't worry about it, it's all good. But what it is, is I also learned something about all those interactions, being tried to be in a safe space on safety, but the idea of you have to create the safe space, not because you said it was, because that person is. That's the trick on the rise in resilience. You can't make somebody rise and you can't make somebody have resilience until they're ready. That day, about a year and a half ago, when I spoke to Dr. Ron, guess what? Yeah, he said, sit down, come into my office and let's go sit down. And guess what? He found, he helped me get through what I needed to get through. And that was the part of wanting to put myself back into the healing community. And the great thing about being in the healing community, in a healing community, is that there are lots of people who want to be healed. They want to be helpful and they want to be healers. That's why they chose this business. They didn't chose this business to make $5 million and walk away. They chose this business because they wanted to do it. And that's what Rise and Resilience is. It's about that. So when I was a little kid, I always wanted to be a TEDx speaker. And as I was healing, after meeting Dr. Ron and spending time with him and him havening me, which again, I will say, if you've never been havened by Dr. Ron, definitely do it. Okay, it was a great, it was an amazing experience. And it healed me. It got me where I needed to go. I wanted to still fulfill some of the bucket list things that I wanted to do including the red dot, the TEDx red dot. I'd like to, I am a professional speaker and I still wanted to make that message. And I realized that nobody ever spoke about havening. Now I wasn't allowed to give up the whole havening presentation because mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm a mentor, I'm a coach, a uh, speaker, father, author, but they don't let you talk about the science unless you're a doctor. But I did bring up havening for the first time. Now I've been a, a lot of done things on the first time. When we learn about havening, we can bring it anywhere. I was in Cuba and I was able to haven somebody who had an issue regarding that revolution I heard about. 
And guess what? That's the magic of rising and resilience. You can rise and resilience everywhere he, you are. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to be by yourself. You don't have to be part of a community. You can heal yourself. It's much helpful. There's much more helpful if you are part of a community or you find the right people within that community. Now, again, when I talk about the community that we have, the Havening community, it started out without at Scott Tolchin's house. Him and his wife were so generous of time and really it's amazing what they did to put that together. And, you know, we all send energy always to Scott because of all the challenges that they've gone through. Now, so I did mention, make my, my red dot. Last year, October 10th, 2020, I found a dream because I was able to find resilience as my Phoenix person. That Phoenix res resolution really helps you rise. It makes you reborn. Those are the pieces that are really important to know about. Because how we do it and all of our stories makes us more powerful. And sharing those powerful stories really do bring us back to the fact that we all can change, right? We don't stay back. We don't stay in that triggered zone if we use our resources. Now, I'm going to ask everybody again, not seeing everybody's face, how many people have a gym membership? How many people use that gym membership? No because you have to go there, you shower afterwards. Guess what? As Feliciana had said, and I hope that's the right pronunciation of her name as she's explained to me. I hope that we're able to use havening everywhere. You can use havening really anywhere and put your mind to where anywhere it might be for a definition for you, definitely do it. And that's the rebirth. No matter where you're feeling the triggers, the challenges, those are the pieces that that's what you need to do. You have to be honest with yourself. Now, one of the things about rise and resilience is you need to face those monsters. And I don't mean people, the things that are within us, because as Pono and those who don't know it, it's a magical poem from Hawaii who's talking about healing, but it's about healing within ourselves. It's not gonna heal anybody else. So all those experiences that I shared with you have nothing to do with other people. It has to do with my reaction to those people. Now, I can only change myself. And that's the beauty of it, is when I found the, the rise in resilience and became the real Uncle Dave on my podcast, I'm the most authentic person myself now because I only care for people. I only push out love. I use my love filter. I look at the things that might have happened to me and why did those people do those things, and I send out love to them because the truth is they found a weakness in themselves, but that's not for me to always heal because I'm not a therapist. I can push out energy and we all can do that. That's a rise in resilience. I can offer assistance. I can offer truthful conversation and that's rise in resilience. Those are the things that we do when we heal. And you know, the magic of all of this is that it's all about love. And that's why I really want to be part of this event. You know, yeah, it was nice to be part of an event that Dr. Amen is gonna be speaking at and, and Dr. Mate, guess what? Those are great. I, I, and I'm honored to be part of this community. And I can honestly say that. And that's why I wanted to start off this presentation saying welcome. You know, that's really the answer of why I want to be welcomed back by the community. And this wasn't the community, so I'm not trying to 
suggest that. But I wanted to, and again, even if it was, it's people, not the community. We have to do that in life. We have to stop pointing at the, the they's and have the opportunity to say it's people, not community. Communities always want to be successful. Communities always want to rise and find resilience and grow. This growth will always take us to exactly where we need to go. And that's the power. Now, I know there's lots of stories. And what I'd like to do is I got to my red dot. I got to one of my things. And I also got to do be part of the Havening community as one of the, at the annual conference. So I'm honored, but I also want to share that with you is if we can end this with a Havening as well of where we all will rise and find resilience, that would be awesome. Because in every instance, we need to do that, rise and resilience. Whatever happens to us does not define us. That's the lesson that we learn is when we don't allow it to define us, we get to be on our path. We get to find our most authentic self and we rise and find resilience. So I'm going to start it off. I rise and I found resilience. I rise and I found resilience. I rise and I found resilience. And I'd like to end it with thank you, Dr. Ron. Thank you, Dr. Steve. Uh, Dr. Steve, I can't wait to have you on the podcast next week. And thank you so much for the opportunity. If I have any questions or anything, come on down. I'd love to contact actually. Actually, if anybody wants to contact me, you can definitely find me on Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, www.davidchemetsky. Uh, follow the podcast, Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. It's not about violence. It really is about all the love that we have, the resources. That's why I want to connect with every one of you who want some of that part. I can't wait for Doug O'Brien to be on there, who you know we've connected plenty of times and I've taken his hypnosis class. So definitely let's connect and let's build the strongest community we have. Thank you, David. You guys can unmute yourselves in a big round of applause. Thank you, David. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, David. Mm -hmm.